Welcome to No Content, a podcast produced by Big Slate Media in Knoxville, Tennessee. No Content is a podcast full of content made by content creators. New trends, big ideas, and expert opinions, and all the need to know on how to keep your content fresh and fly. Welcome back to No Content. I'm Lucas Cooper, your host. I work for Big Slate Media, and I am glad to be here today. I have Jess once again. Jess, welcome. Hey. And we have Lindsay Wilson from the Knoxville Chamber. How are you, Lindsay? I am good. How are you? Good, good. So let's go ahead and get into some introductions. So Jess, you've been on the show before, so just reintroduce yourself. And today we're going to be talking about events and marketing for events. So why don't you talk a little bit about Uh, what you do at Big Slate and what you've done in the past and how that relates to events. Sure. Uh, I currently serve as the digital content manager for Big Slate Media, where I'm in charge of handling social media and any other website content and things like that, any sort of digital content for not only our internal brand, but our external clients. And a lot of those include events. So I do social media management and planning for events for some of our amazing clients. And previous to my position here at Big Slate, My lovely boss was actually Miss Lindsay Wilson at the Knoxville Chamber, where I was on the marketing and events team for, gosh, over four years, if you include my internship time. So I had the pleasure of learning a lot from Miss Lindsay here. Yeah, that's a long time to spend with Jess. I know that much. The highlight of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Lindsay, tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your job title at the Chamber and what do you do there? So currently I am their VP of Events and Marketing. So we handle all of the brand creative for the Chamber, as well as the 120 plus events that they produce every year. Awesome. Awesome. Well, what are some big events that you cover each year? Our largest events are Endeavor, which is a young professional summit. We get about 350 attendees from the region, as well as Pinnacle, which is an awards ceremony, about 600 folks, formal black tie gala that we hold at the convention center every year. Okay. Same question for you, Jess. What are some things that you cover yearly that are big events? Yeah, one of our biggest events clients would be Southern Expo. They produce and manage a ton of fairs in the Southeast, and I am in charge of their social media management pre, during, and post the event. And then we also have a lot to do with the Brimstone Recreation. They're two big, uh, I guess you could call them ATV slash music festivals each year, White Knuckle and Paragon. So I help uh, with pre and during the event social media management for those two events. And those are quite large, thousands and thousands of people. Okay, so that's interesting. So you're both working with some large scale events. Um, I guess for the people listening, I'm I'm Lucas. I work for Big Slate. Uh, Part of my job here is actually helping Jess cover the events that that she manages. So I'm doing video coverage for those. I'm helping edit the final version of those promos. And I actually also do that for some of the videos of the chamber. So this is an interesting conversation because I think we all have a, have a role here and uh, I'm really interested to, to just talk to you guys today about events. Um, so before we get into the meat and potatoes of this conversation, the reason that we are talking about this today is because we've found, and I know that Jess and Lindsay both would probably echo this, that content for events is very important. Um, I was reading an Eventbrite article that said 94% of people that used video in 2018 that managed an event said that it was an effective way to market. I think that's a pretty cool statistic that once again solidifies what we talk about on this podcast, which is why content is so important. 
And today, I hope we talk a lot about content, but specifically talk about video. So let's let's hop right in. Um, we're going to cover today's topic of event content by talking about the pre-event content, the during-event content, and the post-event content. There's going to be a lot of overlap, but I'm really excited just to hear what you guys have to say about that. So let's start with pre-event content. Um, either one of you guys can answer this, but what types of content are you using for your event pre-event? So I think for us at the Chamber, pre-event, one of the things that we're really focused on is helping people understand what the event is and why it matters to the community. There's a lot of events that happen in Knoxville and in every community. So you want to rise above that noise about why it's important for them. And video really helps do that from a standpoint of it gives them the feel, it gives them a sense of why it's fun, it creates an excitement for them that wouldn't otherwise be there. And in terms of specific types of video content that I think work really well to hype up an event would be a really cool hype, save the date video. Those work really well. Any sort of recap video that you created from last year's event, if it's an annual event, you can repurpose as a promo event for this year. If you don't have any footage, let's say this is a first annual event that you're hosting, uh, interviews with your MC, uh, your talent, any speakers that are going to be at the event, or even your sponsors. That's a great way to give them some additional recognition as well. Those make great videos. And if you did have the event last year, testimonials are also a really great uh, video to show uh, why people care and why people would want to go. Yeah. I think to piggyback off of that too, just mentioned sponsors. It's really important for us to have video to show new sponsors why they might want to get involved and engage. So it goes beyond ticket sales when you think about video content and the energy and the revenue that can bring to your company. Mm, okay. So maybe it would have been better to do like the pre-event talk after, because really, I mean, I feel like a lot of your stuff that you're going to get on site and the stuff you're going to get post event are going to be used for your pre-event in the future. So what's some advice you have to somebody who's managing event for the first time and doesn't have any content to use? I think you have to think about the end game in mind. So the event, everyone gets really caught up in the logistics of it, but the logistics don't matter if there's no one there. If there's no one to move around the right. space, then what does it matter where your chairs and your food are? So I think you have to go into it with, how are we going to use this at the end to help us continue this event forward in future years? Right. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Jess, I know that you're creating content a lot, just kind of right, just right off the bat right off the top of the head. So what would be some easy content you think could be just low hanging fruit for somebody like that? Ticket giveaways. Hey. Everyone wants to win tickets to your event. Trust me. I, like I mentioned, I manage a lot of fairs in the Southeast and those people love free tickets. So uh, giving away tickets, doing some really interesting giveaways on Instagram specifically is a great way to, to get some hype and, uh, Get people interested and engaged in your posts. Yeah, that's a great point. Use use the resources that are free, like the Pix, Pixabay and Pixel and places where you can get free pictures that might be vague enough so people aren't going to like, you know, look for that when they get to the event, but, you know, grab a picture of tickets. Yeah, like stock that. footage and stock photos work really well. Um, another great stock photo website is Unsplash. That's one I use quite frequently. Well, something I haven't mentioned yet is that I think what's unique about your you two is is the position you have. So so Jess is managing events kind of on her own, and she's only kind of covering that one aspect of the event, which is content. Lindsay is overseeing the whole event and managing a team of people that have access to content. So 
when you're leading up to the event, I guess talk, speak a little bit into that about how you manage those people and, and what your kind of game plan is when you know you have people to work for you and you don't know how to use them. So the marketing and events team at the chamber serves as an internal agency of sorts. We don't have all the capabilities and we have to rely on partners, but we do have a lot of creative in-house that we can utilize. And it's ensuring that those people, I think, first of all, you cannot do it in a vacuum. So sit down, talk to them about why you're doing the event. Why does it matter? I mean, most events are about more than just the revenue they produce. So what is the value of what you're producing and get them thinking along those lines too, so that everyone's pulling in the same direction, regardless of what their role is. Yeah. I love that. Um, and that's one of the ways you guys utilize us, right? Is, I mean, is, is by outsourcing some of that work to people like us where our job is to just capture content. Absolutely. Utilize your partners. I think one of the strongest things, if you're leading a team that you can be aware of is what you can't do. There's no, especially when it comes to visual content and the things that are going to move your event forward, there's no shame in saying this needs to be good. This needs to pop. And we don't have the resources or the skills or the time to do that and to utilize the partners that will come alongside you and make sure you include them in those value and vision conversations so that they're fulfilling what you want them to. Right. Yeah. And if you're the person that maybe, you know, you're not running events all year round, but you have an event and you don't know how to capture some of this content, you reach out to the people you know, like your your customers or even those people. Offer a free ticket to somebody who might have some video background to come get some footage of your event. And my my suggestion as well is if you have some free time during the event, which odds are if you're planning the event, you don't. But if somebody on your team does or you can ask somebody to, to just film some stuff, even on an iPhone, uh, anything you can capture there at the event can be used later. Uh, and that's a great transition into during the event. So let's talk a little bit about capturing content during the event, pictures, video. I mean, even just planning for the future, like you were talking about, Lindsay, how can we utilize what we're capturing now later? What's the thought process going into an event of this is what we want captured and why? So I think for us, it's A, what makes it unique. So every conference is probably going to have a speaker that stands up there and talks to a room full of people. But what makes yours different? What are the elements and the special touches that set you apart? Make sure you communicate that to whoever is capturing your video and when it's going to happen. Don't just say, hey, this is going to happen sometime. Tell them when, tell them where, so that they can set up appropriately. And you can see, to your point, if you need to divide those assets up and maybe assign somebody on your team for one part of that. And I think the other thing is to be really cognizant of the different audiences. Set your audiences that you think you want to share this stuff with in the future up front. Think about sponsors. Think about internal clients, if it's your executives or someone that you need to convince the event is valuable to repeat. Um, think about ticket sales. Think about if you're going to put your event up against some sort of you know, competition of, hey, look at all these summits or something that are going on. You want to win awards or recognition for it. Think about the different audiences and where you need that to go, because that can dictate the type of shots that your video production folks get for you. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to add anything to that, Jess? No, I... Um I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't. Cool. cool. No, that's fine. That's totally fine. I was going to say, I mean, there's, there's many times that we've been at events where I'm shooting a lot of the sponsors and I do ask myself the question a lot of times, you know, why am I shooting these sponsor tables? But you're absolutely right. There, there is a value there. Um, can you talk anything about maybe that added value for sponsorships? Absolutely. So for us specifically, I knew um, Big Slate did a 
kind of atmosphere, environment, what Pinnacle is type of video for us this year. And part of that was we have Regions Bank as our sponsor. Hopefully that's okay to say on this. And um, they are a three-year sponsor. So we are coming close to the time for them to renew. And any video that we can show them of like, look how great your logo looks, look at the presence in the room, and remind them when they're removed from the event of what that meant to them helps us resell, re-sign, re-communicate value, or create a little competition and say, hey, your competitor was there last year. Don't you want to make sure you've got a presence in there too? Right. Yeah, that's awesome. And I guess I just thought about this as you were talking as well. I'm sorry to kind of jump around, but Endeavor is coming up, correct? When is Endeavor? It's in two weeks. Yes. So you're right in the midst of all this right now. We are. It is September 5th. So we are almost there. Okay. So what is, how are you planning for this right now for Endeavor? Uh, What's different this year at Endeavor and what do you hope gets captured there? So we're mixing up Endeavor a little bit. It's in its fourth year and we certainly, especially for a young professional audience, don't want it to get stale and don't want it to seem like the same old thing or every every other conference that they can go to. So we are um, trying to pack in content this year and letting them tailor their events around a little bit, meaning they um, were having loud table or small group discussions. They can pick which ones they want to go to. We are involving, to this point, our sponsors in that. So looking at video content of look at your person hosting all of these people talking about the services that you can provide is a new way for us to promote and hopefully get more corporate engagement. Um, the staff is very excited. There are puppies this year. And then our keynote speaker is Stephen Brown. He is, um, he's local, but I don't know how many people know of him. He runs Glitterville, which is um, a decor, ornament, decorative brand. And he is from Rockwood. He um, has a really incredible story, kind of how he fell into this piece of the business. And he's now a global success that works with names like Oprah and Martha Stewart Living. So he's going to come and share how someone from Rockwood was able to kind of create those opportunities for himself. And so we're hoping that we can really inspire our young professionals that Knoxville is a great place to be and it's going to open up a lot of opportunities for you. I heard a rumor that he's bringing his fluffy chicken. He has a silky chicken and it loves hair dryers. We're real obsessed. (laughs) A silky chicken. It's got like long hair. Her name is Dolly Poulet. (laughs) Is that? (laughs) I can't wait to meet her. Oh my God. She rides around in a purse, Lucas. You can carry her around. Oh my goodness. I can hold a camera in one hand and a silky chicken in the other. (laughs) Your dreams have come true. That's the best thing I've ever heard. That'll be my favorite shoot of all time. I I already know right now. Gosh. Wow. Making my dreams come true, Lindsay. Thank you. That's what we're here for. Um, (laughs) So that's awesome. Uh, I, we will be there. Big Slate Media will be there. And if you're listening to this, buy a ticket. It's not too late. Uh, I mean, can you show up at the door and buy a ticket? You could, or you could go to EndeavorSummit.com. There are pictures of the chicken and you can buy your ticket there. Wow. There are pictures of it too? Oh yeah. Can you order big, like eight by 11s of them? Cause I'd like to give one to Jess for Christmas. (laughs) The chicken will be performing (laughs) signings at Endeavor. (laughs) Oh really? It's got opposable thumbs. Mm -hmm. It's a very talented chicken. Chicken with thumbs. It could just peck. You know how like dogs put the paw print? Chicken's just going to peck the photo. (laughs) The small hole means love from Dolly. Oh, (laughs) nice. All right. Well, now that we're uh, very much off topic, let's uh, (laughs) keep going. So uh, you've, in our planning for this, Lindsay, we were talking about utilizing content that you already have at your event. So we're talking still about during the event, you know what you want to capture. How can I utilize what I already have for the team that has maybe 
done stuff like the chamber does videos all year round. So how, how can you utilize that? We do. And so one of the things that we're doing this year is the point of the event, right, is to inspire pride in Knoxville, Knox County, this region that we live and hopefully keep young professionals here and help them understand the opportunities. So there's a video that we worked with you guys at Big Slate on last year, at the end of last year, that kind of showcases all Knoxville has to offer from a quality of life standpoint. So we, we did that specifically to help our economic development team as they recruit new businesses to give people a sense of what Knoxville is and how it's different from Nashville or other places in the state. But we're now going to use that as an endeavor to hopefully communicate that same message to this crowd. So there's a lot of ways that you can repurpose and reuse things that you already have without spending a lot of time or energy or money on something new. And Jess, I was just thinking about this as well, that, you know, you have a different role at these events because, you know, when we get hired out to do events, generally we're if we're doing social media and filming the event, then a couple of us are filming and you're doing Instagram stories and doing stuff like that. So how do you utilize or how can you utilize Instagram for during the event? But can you also utilize that later? Yeah, definitely. Instagram stories uh, and also integrating it with your Facebook story. So it automatically posts there as well. I think that is one of the great ways to uh, show what's happening at your event and it, it's very authentic. It's very in the now. And so people are, are getting serious FOMO about not being there. Uh, but in terms of using that content later, you can, because, you know, stories only last 24 hours. So people are like, oh, what did it already happen? You save them to a highlight on your Instagram profile. You could save it as Endeavor 19. And so people will see that and that lives on your Instagram profile forever. Right. And even the following year, like coming up on that event, you could repost some of those old stories and say, remember when this happened and get people excited that way. So, I mean, if you're the person that loves Instagram and doesn't do this already as your job, you can do this because it's not, it's not as hard as it looks per se. It's just a matter of capturing moments when you can. I think too, depend on your attendees. I mean, it's great to have a professional that's looking for the professional eye, but give them a hashtag, give them a way to engage and then repost and reuse that to encourage content that maybe you're not seeing. Excellent. Excellent. 100%. Yeah. And I think that's something that people like overlook a lot is, is a simple Instagram hashtag or Facebook hashtag of just hashtag this and we'll uh, show you on our installator or put you on our story. So that's a wonderful point. Let's move in. Is there anything else you guys want to add about during the event? I was thinking about something when Lindsay was talking about footage you already have or videos you already have. Uh, I love in conferences when they have pre-recorded speaker intros. I think that feels really, I don't know, cool and you can make them really hype. I know Lucas, you've done hype videos for the event specifically um, at one of our client, Whitney Nicely's uh, She Buys It Live events. So you can create a really cool hype video just to get everyone ready for the day, or you can introduce your speakers or MCs using video content. Right, exactly. And that was created only off of old footage. You know, we did not have to go out and get anything new for that. It was just a request from Whitney to to edit some hype videos, which could be used not only during the event, but as a pre-event lead up, you know, she could have posted those and said, this is one of our speakers. And I think that's a great way to utilize that. Yeah. Also, I think it would be important for us to talk about in terms of during the event, capturing sessions, if it is a conference, Mm. um, capturing, I mean, we do that all the time. We go to conferences and we record every session two cams, audio, the whole shebang, (laughs) but that's really important to offer that to, uh, 
not only people who attended your event that might want to go back and, and see what, what the conversation was about, but also you could sell that footage later right. if you wanted to offer it to people who weren't able to come to the event. Right. Added value. Is that something you guys do, Lindsay? We do. So we also utilize, um, we do that a couple different ways. So our big slate folks are incredibly creative. We have a lot of control, but then we use our AV production team mm -hmm. to record just like speeches at Pinnacle. And so we can provide that as a download option to gate and capture more information from our attendees later. Hey, you missed this session because you were in that one here. Download this content, but give us more information about yourself so we can better understand you. We do that for Pinnacle as well. It gives the company something to share if they win and instill that pride in their employees that they've won this award. Right. Think about the avenues you can use these in because we even got access to that footage of the actual speeches and we use that as part of our recap video, which will now be used as a promo next year. So maybe even it's as simple as if you're planning an event, an event, write down some content that you know you're going to get and make a little tree of all the different ways you can use that content because there are unlimited possibilities when it comes to how you can use one photo or even a few clips that can be put together into a short 15 second video. Absolutely. I think that's huge and something I hope everyone understands that's listening to this, but let, let's keep moving. So let's get into some post event stuff. We've kind of touched on a lot of this already, but let's just overview, talk about when you have your content, doesn't matter how much content you have, but you get done with an event and you have your content. How do you utilize that come after the event and even, you know, a couple months after the event, how do you utilize that? So one thing is what I just touched on, and that's to maybe get attendees responses to surveys, or if you feel like you want deeper information on them from an analytics standpoint to help you market to them and engage them later, you can gate that content as a way to get their information, get what you need from them, and hopefully ensure some more answers than what you would have otherwise. We also use it as a way to tease perhaps additional ticket sales for the previous year. So hey, listen to this one session from Endeavor. And oh, by the way, we're announcing our keynote speaker for next year. Listen to this session, see how great it was, and then buy your early bird ticket with this promo code. So we use it a lot to kind of gather and create excitement before the event actually even gets close at all. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Jess, what about you with uh, social stuff? Lindsay actually mentioned exactly what I was going to talk about is utilizing the content that you get there to do sneak peeks. Great minds. So I think that's it. If you can plan enough in advance to have your date set for the next year, if it is an annual event, it's a great way to be like, oh, you know, when you when you post the recap video, you are creating sort of FOMO. I wasn't there, but I mean, the event's over. So what can they do at that point? Well, they can order tickets for next year. Right. And so right. posting that video with the announcement for next year, the save the date for next year is a great way to automatically create buzz for an event that's already a year away. Right. And I think don't assume that people have already seen it just because you post it once, like right. use it multiple times. And then to the point, if you have different versions, because you've captured content so many different ways, you can repurpose it, reuse it, make it look a little different, but say the same thing. Exactly. With a, with a huge event like Brimstone that we do each year, there are so many different elements. So while we'll create a two minute full recap of the entire weekend, that can be broken up into different chunks, whether that be all the vendors that you can see, the musical acts you can see, the wild mountain rampage, uh, the nitro circus shows, it can be broken up into 15 second clips right. that you can post you know, for weeks following the event. Yeah, We're actually doing that right now for a lead up to that event. We're, true. we're putting together 10 second videos that are uh, different topics that happen at the event. It really is, is the circle of content. I mean, all of it, anything that you capture can be used before, during, or after the event. 
Absolutely. That's what I love about what you both just said about that is that if you have an editor that's already going to edit some stuff, get them to cut an additional 15 second video. It will not be that hard for them if they can just take their favorite clips and put them together and put a title over it. And I think that's excellent. Well, I want to kind of wrap things up because I don't want to go too long on this, but is there anything else that you guys might've had in your notes that you want people to know? And if not, I can just kind of wrap things up with a, a final thought. I would say one thing, and this goes pre post and it talks about content, but logistics and everything. Don't be afraid to look at what other people are doing. Even if it's a conference that is so far beyond what you're trying to plan, there doesn't mean that there's not pieces of what you're there doing that you could use to enhance your event, whether that be from a content and video perspective, it would be really cool if we had this perspective or just how the event is going to run itself. Right. Anything from you, Jess? Yeah. I love what Lindsay said about uh, gaining inspiration from other events. Go to events that are similar to what type of event you're wanting to produce and get ideas and inspiration for not only the programming elements, but the type of content that they utilize during and after that event. I'd also say it's important to, if you don't have an event specific website, which is always best case scenario, if you can house that event somewhere on its own website, utilize a software like Eventbrite to have that page there are so many ways that it can integrate with your social media channels as well. You can gain insights from people that purchase tickets to your event. You can set up a, a tracking pixel and gain that information to create new audiences on Facebook. And so I would definitely say, how's that event somewhere where you can uh, gain insights from the people that buy tickets? And I would say too, because Eventbrite and Facebook integrate now, I think that's a great point that Jess made. You don't have to send them four places to buy a ticket. They can point of purchase right there and they're more likely to do it. I just want to wrap things up because I don't want to go too far over time, but we could talk about this for days. This idea of content for events, and we haven't even dove into creating ads and running ads for events, and that's a whole nother like that's a whole nother topic. So we'll have to have Lindsay on another time to talk about some of the deeper dive of this subject. But as we leave, I want to say this about content for events. And I want to go back to our silky chicken that we were talking about earlier. That You didn't even know you were getting the silky chicken. And then he told you he was bringing the silky chicken. And how many, I mean, people got excited about that. That's a piece of content for you. You didn't know you even needed. So what I'll say oh, about- Oh, we video, needed it. <laughs> exactly. You don't <laughs> need it until you need it. And so I'll say this about video in relation to events is that you might be overlooking it now because it, it may not seem like your first priority, but video for events is like the silky chicken of an event. <laughs> but really though, I feel like what I'm trying to say here is that once you start creating video and creating content for events, there are going to be so many avenues that you can use that for. And you don't ever really realize that you need it until you start using it. And so I'm going to leave you with that. This is no content. If you ever have questions about any kind of tools that you can use online or th ways that you can be a one-person marketing team for an event or even utilize a full team for an event, please email us at info at bigslatemedia.com and we'll be happy to connect you with Lindsay and get her opinion on questions. And if you have a question about this podcast episode, also email us there. But Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. We, Thanks for having me. Yeah, we've, we've loved it. We're going to be at Endeavor. And if you listen to this in the next two weeks, please go buy your ticket to Endeavor and say hey to us while you're there. I mean, chickens and puppies. What more can you want? <laughs> exactly. Silky chickens. All right. That's all the time we have here on No Content. Thank you guys for listening. And shoot us an email. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>